What direction are the Cubs going in 2024? Is there a youth movement? Let's go. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Sam and I are lifelong fans taking our passion into discussion with you on all things Cubs. Thank you for being part of the show and making Locked On Cubs your first listen today. And the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day, like the video, and comment anything below. Sam, as time continues to roll on with a certain player still yet to return to the north side, we all have the room to think about what the Cubs might be thinking for 2024 and beyond. And on today's show, we are going to do trivia. It's a Trivia Ooh, Tuesday. Hopefully great. everybody had a great weekend. We're going to talk about Liam Hendricks and Michael Lorenzen and Noah Syndergaard and Brandon Woodruff all possibly signing with the Cubs and, you know, how much those four dudes actually contribute this year. Not sure. A couple of them are injured, so who knows. At the top of the show, though, would like to get into what Jed is thinking about this year in terms of a youth movement. We're going to go back to an athletic article from late January and also uh, begin to think about you know, does Jed really want to see the fruits of his labor? Are the Cubs trying to be, you know, the the Royals of the 2010s or, uh, you know, any, any analogy that you want to make or comparison? But we're one day from pitchers and catchers. We're 10 days until the first spring training game and 44 days until opening day. Where are you at with things right now? Because I saw all the baseball is back tweets after the Super Bowl. And you can't really tweet that if there's 150 players still on the market. Uh, I appreciate you asking me that. I uh, did a lot of soul searching this weekend. I talked to a lot of people um, at the top of the list. My father, who I trust, obviously, as much as anybody. And, and, you know, I really did some research, some homework. I was at a Super Bowl uh, party on, on Sunday evening, talked to a couple wise people there. You know, you collect this stuff. And, you know, Matt, in 2016, when the Cubs won the world championship, you know, John Lester was a highly priced free agent, very similar to, to Dansby Swanson, right? Um, Jason Hayward was a highly priced free agent. Obviously, that didn't work out. Um, you know, Zobris was a mid-level type of guy. Montero was mid-level. Uh, Rizzo had, had already signed a team-friendly deal. The point I'm trying to make is when the Cubs won the World Series in 2016, Tom Ricketts was not breaking bank for that team. I don't know exactly what they were in payroll. I, I would have to look, um, but I don't think it was high. Super, uh, you know, you know, number one, number two, number three. Yeah, 18 and 19 were the high years. Right. Tom Ricketts, to me, what this year is showing me, and it's not that the Cubs don't have money. It's not that Ricketts may be overly cheap. 
But the, the big thing for me is that there is a clear, calculated financial element where Tom Ricketts wants to win, but he also doesn't want to be the Mets. He doesn't want to be the Padres. And, you know, he's going to get flack for that, rightfully so, maybe not rightfully so. But to ask you, to answer your question, where I'm at, I am digging in deep to this whole financial offseason. Because if you take away Otani so far, the reason why Imanaga's a Cub is not because of how talented he is. It's because it was a bargain. Okay. Mm. The, and, and that doesn't mean I don't like the deal. Right. Jed Hoyer's a smart guy. He, he knows what he's doing. I like the Michael Bush deal, but that saves you a bunch of money. Kill, hey, we don't have to get Hoskins. We don't have to pay him 17, 20 M's. We got Michael Bush, who's arbitration available. You can't ignore that everything this offseason has felt financially calculated and ways to cut corners. And to those people out there, and I had a lot of nice dialogue this weekend right. to say, hey, you know, they're just being patient, right? They're just being patient for the young. Well, okay, what were they last year when they didn't go get a reliever and they almost blatantly admitted they just didn't want to go to that first luxury tax threshold because they didn't really believe that team had a realistic chance of winning. So if they go back to back years, so so the the last year not hitting the first luxury tax, missing the playoffs by literally one game, and then now go into a weak division that is very winnable and not hitting the luxury tax, you can't deny that there's a lot of financial overcalculation there. Now maybe maybe they're just waiting until everything's perfect and then they pounce when they feel better about their team. Uh, but to me. As a big market team, this team, these fans, they should be in the first luxury tax. I'm not asking them to be up there, you know, at, at the second right. or third. They, they should cross the first luxury tax. They should be spending money, even if it's not the most rational thing to do, because you can't, you blew a chance to make the playoffs last year, Matt. You can't ignore that because it's connected to their approach right now. Of yeah, it really is. And, and they're 13th in payroll right now. That's they, ridiculous. If they got to the first tier, they'd be seventh. That's fine. That's and, acceptable. And that's a nice number, I think. Mm. Um, and and you know what? When, when you give us more time, and, and Hector Neris was a nice signing provided. Yeah, I forgot about him. He was. But, but he was also, he's also a good deal. Bullpen was the clearest need last summer. It was. Third base, first base, sure, you've, they're flirting with that now. But right. on that team, with how they were doing, bullpen was the biggest need. I, and I would venture to say, was it even close? Um, you know, it would have been nice if they could have went one-stop shopping with the Nationals. That didn't happen. And then we didn't really hear much on, on the trade deadline day. And, you know, if it's true that they didn't want to go over that during the season, that's 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 disappointing at the very least. And the way this is going right now really does make you ponder a lot of these questions. And shoot, for Thursday's episode, I think it would be uh, I, I would love to get your dad's tinfoil hat and through the speaker, through the yeah. mic or something, yeah. because <laughs> I do think these theories are now for better or worse, being legitimized. Yeah. And if 
if these players that are currently still on the market remain that way, I can't sit here and look at everybody or, or you hear me through your, your headphones or your phone or a computer, whatever it is, and say, well, you know, the chances of, of let's, let's not even beat around the bush. Let's just use Cody Bellinger. The chances of re-signing Cody Bellinger increase every day. First of all, I don't have all the calculations available that, that Jed Hoyer and company do, but I can't say that. If anything, I can argue that it's the opposite. That that teams that we haven't even discussed just pop up on March 1st or whatever right. it is. Right. But I really think that Jed Hoyer is seriously I have we have the evidence. He's seriously considering. I mean, number 1, he does want to see the fruits of his labor. But number two, he's seriously considering just going young this year and seeing what happens from here and spe- spending next winter. Here's from The Athletic on Jan 26. A big part of this year will be creating opportunities for young talent. Like it or not, the Cubs are obsessed with depth and flexibility. Floors more than ceilings and deals that fit within the parameters of their projection systems. If if the Bellinger number does not hit a figure that hasn't been spit out by one of the Cubs systems, he will not be on the Cubs. He will not. And Mike Talkman, you might see him the 28th of March, but really you're going to see PCA. You're going to see Canario. I mean, there's a laundry list of prospects and I really think this could have a 23 Reds vibe to it. I really do. Oh, get your tickets at the door. A um, couple things there. You said a lot. I, I just, right. I know people are tired of hearing it. And, and please, tomorrow, send this episode to Kira. Okay. This this is your look right here. <laughs> just keep it right here, man. Don't. No shade. You, like, you like the growth. Th- there's there's nothing to change. Go Cubs. Okay, just can you just trust me? Okay. I, well, know I do trust stuff. you. I know this stuff. All right. Yeah. Just what whatever you're doing today, muscle memory. Okay. Second thing, as far as my dad goes, great <laughs> time to plug the live show. Tuesday, yes. February 20th. That's he right. It's official. Att- he will be in attendance. Um, ah, and and a couple right. people I was with last night will be in attendance. So <laughs> good, you know. Um, and then as far as the biggest need goes, yeah, Matt. Last year the biggest need was bullpen. Until Easily you say the biggest it, need. Until you say that uh, Cody Bellinger's not on the team because right, right. Now the biggest need has become somebody that could. Elevate the baseball out of the park and hit for a high average. Well, they have no middle of the order hitters. Literally, they have zero. No, they're all solid six and sevens. Right. Like, I got to tell you right now. They have zero middle of the order guys. I got to tell you, Matt, <laughs> there's nobody that counts down the days to baseball season more 44 than 44 days. And, and, and we'll, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl and Unlocked here in just a few minutes. Yes. And the minute that, that, the minute that that game ended, I started thinking about Cubs. And I got to tell you, I didn't have a ton of excitement. Not right now. No, no I didn't. 
Right. Um, I'm excited about some of the young talent. I'm very excited about where the team is headed long term. Why wasn't Kate Horton invited to spring training? <laughs> that was an odd one. But I'm not excited about this current group of players. <laughs> oh, no. Wait a second. You, I might have to clip that. Well, you're not excited for the season. No. I, right now, right now, mid-February, usually Valentine's Day for me is usually my start of thinking about my love, which is the Chicago Cubs Baseball's your companion. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not exactly getting overly giddy, you know, to watch, you know, the rotation of guys and uh, – you know, wisdom and again, and these guys. So, you know, I thought we'd have a little bit more ammo here. <laughs> I mean, Montgomery, Montgomery, Snell, Chapman, and Bellinger are all free agents, man. Yeah. That's four of the top six guys. No, it's unfortunate. It's not a positive thing for the sport. And, and now we're going to talk about, you know, Michael Lorenzen. Yeah, who I mentioned in we both December, did. I believe. We both did. Yeah. Uh, we both had to, targets for him. And uh, I mean, he had a good year last year. Yeah, he might he might be able to help you at the plate as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, he sure <laughs> could help me in the weight room. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Coming up next, we do talk about some potential Cubs targets, including a couple that really would have more of an impact in 2025. Interesting. Uh, that that could be people the Cubs are targeting. Stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your car alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered with over 122 Million parts for your number one car. You always find exactly what you're looking for. eBay guaranteed fit. Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your car alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. We're back here on Lockdown Cubs, and the 60-day IL opens up again this week as pitchers and catchers report to spring training. And with that, players who will begin the season on the injured list, like Liam Hendricks, are more likely to be signed now as the team that scoops up that player can immediately stash them over on the 60-day IL. Liam Hendricks had elbow reconstruction surgery in August following a comeback from non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. The former White Sox closer made a name for himself with the A's and then on the south side where he led the league in saves with 38 in 2021. Hendricks told MLB.com in December his goal is to return around the trade deadline in late July, and he also revealed in that same interview that the Cubs were one of the only teams that had reached out to him. And to this day, on February 13th, uh, the Cubs are the only team that has been publicly linked to Hendricks. Brandon Woodruff, we've talked about on the show before. Uh, 
what Sam, what's the interest level that that the Cubs might have or or that you you might have in the Cubs getting players who Hendricks might help this summer, but but Woodruff would not really until April of 25. Your thoughts on those two guys, especially Hendricks? Yeah, I think the Cubs love a bargain. And you have right. two you have two guys um, that are very similar, that are extremely talented and, and once upon a time and not that long ago. Um, were some of the best and most talented guys at their position, Woodruff as a starting pitcher and and Hendricks as a closer. Um, and you have a chance to get those guys back at an extremely discounted rate and then have them contribute uh, uh, for you down the stretch, which is obviously you know something Jed's really interested in. You know, the Hendricks thing, it's kind of a double whammy. Obviously, he hurt his uh, what was it, his elbow yeah. or shoulder, and then he had UCL, yeah, yeah, and then and then you know, the cancer before that, so he's mm-hmm. been. He's he only pitched like four innings last year. Right. He's been through a ton, but you know, the talent's there. Um, you know, and, and John Lester and 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 Anthony Rizzo yes. and Tyone, like, you know, these guys have come back before from that. So right. Uh, you know, it, it I, I first of all, he deserves a chance to pitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if the Cubs give that to him, that's fine. In terms of, you know, it's hard to get my head towards like July right now of 20. 20- yeah. Of 24, but yeah, you know, if, if Liam Hendricks is 75, 80% of Liam Hendricks, then he's a contributor in the bullpen. And then Woodruff, if he makes a full recovery, you're talking about a number two starter in 2025. Yeah. So they're all very intelligent moves. Um, just not the type of stuff you want to be, you know, talking about, you know, when, when there's still guys on the table to help you March 28th of 2024. Right. And that's, that's fair. That's a fair yeah. way to put it. I would like to see the Cubs explore this. They they are. I mean, it's it's good to confirm that. Um, I could see the Hendricks thing more than Woodruff. I, I know there's some um, medical connections here as well uh, that he may be interested in exploring, um, you know, staying in the city and things like that. Uh, so we'll see. That could happen as early as Wednesday with those two guys um, with the roster uh, floodgates opening. And then a report on Monday that Noah Syndergaard and Michael Lorenzen are of interest to the Cubs and a handful of other teams as uh, you know opening day gets closer and closer. And I have to say, Sam, one is not like the other. Syndergaard, shoot, he might even be a minor league deal at he was this awful. point. I know he was doing like a tryout at a local high school by him. Uh, a couple weeks ago, whereas Lorenzen Fangraphs has him projected at nine M. So, you know, he, he has a track record. He pitched yeah, very well weird. last year. So those two guys are very different. Weird that those are the guys that were pooled together. Doesn't um, make sense. Yeah. Not, not, a, I, I like Lorenzen. I always, I, I think I'm, that'd be a great pickup. No, it would be a great pickup, but it would be I a bargain think, pickup. Then I think you have to set yourself up to make a deal. You know, with with some trade, yeah, with some of the leftover arms that you have, right? Uh, Because yeah, that would really push the rotation. That would really push the. I mean, he he becomes he becomes your fifth guy. Wow, yeah, that's right. Or or maybe not, maybe maybe even your fourth or third guy. I mean, locks are are Steele, Imanaga, Hendricks, Tyone, and then Lorenzen. You know, you sign Lorenzen, you give nine million dollars, not give nine million dollars to the rotation set. Rotate rotation is set. Yeah. So you know that means. Okay, Assad, Wisniewski, uh, um, you know, all those guys um, become a little bit more tradable. 
um, wicks. Hmm. But um, yeah, I, I think I think that's that's probably right. Um, you know, one piece of news that I saw from today: David Stearns, the new Mets GM. I don't know if you saw that, Matt. Uh, basically said the most likely outcome will be Pete Alonso will be a free agent next offseason. Wow, that's big news. Yeah, so. he actually said that publicly. I, I, yeah, I, I, I believe David Stern said, "quote The most likely outcome is that Pete Alonso will hit free agency after this season." Okay, well, they just lost a lot of leverage this summer. So uh, well. you know that'll be fun next, you know, November. We well, why start not trade doing, him now then? Start because they think they got a shot to be a good ball club. Oh, that's Juan right. Juan right. Soto yeah. and Alonso. He was the first off-season episode we did. It's like I know. Is this Groundhog Day or something? Uh, feel isn't it unbelievable that it's the middle of february it yeah yeah it is a little bit unbelievable i I think it will help me to see them on the field on the 23rd but also like not if all these if all those guys are still on the street that's gonna be really strange strange it's gonna be a it's gonna be a strange spring training i think yes if there's that many people on the couch then yes uh that especially all right, we close out. We we have closed out a lot of Tuesdays this offseason with trivia, and we're going to do that again. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Right now, the favorite to win it all in the NBA is the Boston Boston Celtics Celtics. at plus 260. Would you like to guess the second one? It's going to be the Nuggets. Plus 440. And these two teams are tied at plus 550. Uh, The Clippers. That's right. And the the Clippers and oh gosh I I'm wasting your time I apologize I'll just say the Clippers and the Bucks I think I'm wrong that's correct oh okay and just to let everybody know this is not a misprint the Chicago Bulls are plus forty nine thousand visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot FanDuel official partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. <laughs> the, this the Bulls, is trivia the Bulls, Tuesday. <laughs> the Bulls have a the Cubs have a better chance Plus of getting forty nine thousand. The the Cubs have a better chance of getting Otani than the Bulls they, do of winning the title. They were only a few games under five hundred. Yeah, well, I don't think they're going to win the title. Though. Oh boy, what I have in front of me here is oh boy, opening day starting pitchers of the last twenty years. Ooh, okay, so this okay. Now, Dan, if Daniel's watching this show, this is the type of stuff that I could work with, man. I'm going to name all 20 of them. Well, it's not 20, <laughs> but I'm going to name all of them. Do you want me to give you a number? Because it's smaller than I thought. No. Okay. Just tell me when I'm done. Sounds good. Strowman. Correct. Hendrick. Correct. Lester. Correct. Arietta. Correct. Zambrano. Correct. I know it's Zambrano, folks. Uh, 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 Dempster. Correct. Samarja. Correct. 
Kerry Wood. Correct. Someone check the tape. I think that was like 22 seconds. That, now, those are the Go questions cut. you could steamroll me, man. Feed me. <laughs> That was that was really good. I don't mess around with that stuff because I actually remember it. It's not like Frank Chance, dude. Go Cubs. I was alive and well. I remember those starters. Wow, that was really solid. It's embarrassing that Strowman's on that list. <laughs> I have a bonus question. Please. By the way, I could name a lot more if you'd like. Yeah, well, I thought about going back to, like, 98, but... Oh, John Lieber's on there. Right. There's just three more names. Lieb, so, Lieber and two more. Okay, okay, okay. Give me a second. Two more names? You're saying yeah. 98? Yeah, because that's... Kevin Tappany. Right. Oh. 98's really the first season that I, sure. I remember a lot of games. And, and I'm going to say this... Very, very slow because it's at the pace that he used to work. Wow, this Mr. guy's too good. Mr. Steve, <laughs> let me flip a little rosin. Dig in into There is momentum happening here. Check the crowd. Would never be able to pitch no. with the time clock. No. Mr. Steve Traxel. A different career. Wow, nice job, Sam. Great Thank job. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Do you even want the bonus? We should just... Go off on a good note. I'm trying to think who who before was Tappany. I think there was like I don't uh, have that in front of me. Maddox was early, maybe Mo Holland. First ever opening day DH in 2016. You know who it was? Yes. First opening day DH in Cubs history. And I believe is he a current free agent? Yes. That's gonna be Jorge Soler. Wow! Right? What that, a that, well that sixteen game was it was in Anaheim. Do you know who hit the first home run of the season? I believe for the Cubs that year it was Miguel Montero. Oh, great Cub, Miguel Montero. Oh man, it's nice to I I, I needed I needed some positivity there. That made my day. Oh, good. Our live show last week was postponed to Tuesday, February twentieth. Uh, we're still at the Displays Theater. Tickets only ten dollars and available at the link. In this episode description and at press time, as they say in the industry, uh, the numbers were really healthy. So we're encouraged by that. 220. And, it's a Tuesday uh, now. It's a Tuesday. Yeah. It's not a Wednesday. That's right. Because of me. It was my fault. I had COVID. Well, that's all right. And uh, so we're hoping that even more people will uh, will be able to join us. So, yeah, it's gonna. I'd like to. I'd like to sell out Shea, like Shea Stadium. Yeah, like yeah. We're mid sixties. We can move the ball down the field towards that goal, I think. So Tuesday, February 20th, if you're in the Chicagoland area. We'll be like Queen uh, at that benefit show. Well, shoot. I mean, we even had our first show, people not in the Chicagoland area, which was Neither very one gratifying. of us are really like Freddie Mercury. You know, we don't really uh, have a main lead singer. Again, tickets at the link in this episode description. Maybe it's like a Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis type of thing. We've I've heard we've heard that one. Thank you so much for checking out this edition of Locked On Cubs. You give us twenty to thirty minutes, and we'll give you all Jerry things Lewis. Cubs with a laugh or two along the way. Headed for health problems. Be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube and smash the like button for the algorithm. Put a famous duo in the comments that we remind you of, and leave a five star review on Apple, Spotify, everywhere. Put, and don't put Brizzo. We mean more in the entertainment industry. Yeah, please. None of us look like Chris Bryant. He's Sam Olver. I'm Matt Cozy. This 
is Locked On Cubs. <laughs> hey, everyone. We love doing Locked On Cubs, but as we explore ways to do this on a more full-time basis, we are excited to launch a second show under the subscription model. Want more Matt and Sam? Well, for $5 a month, you could listen to us talk about almost anything and more importantly, support us as creators. Subscribe to Matt and Sam Unlocked at the link in this episode description.